welcome back to What the Scott podcast. Our hosts, Bianca and Mari, have Mr. Jose Pozo and Felicia Carlson on today. They talk about all things homecoming, powder puff, school pressure, and what Mr. Pozo was like in high school. We hope you enjoy today's podcast. Welcome back, podcast gangsters. Woo! Back with your host, Mari and Bianca. I'm not Mari. I'm with my name. Was Mari. I'm Bianca. Mari. Are you serious? What? All right. And today we have a sad news. Mari's. We have sad we news. We have sad news. My two fish passed away. No way. Oh, we were just talking about them at the last one. I know. No. Oh, oh my goodness. I shocked right their bodies. Wow. I think- <laughs> Through no. changing their... I'm not an experienced anything owner, so um, I think I changed their water and too fast or something. You didn't put them back in. So when you change their water, just for like future... No, yeah, it's been sitting phone. like oh, okay. with the dechlorination okay, good. drops yeah. and things like that. Yeah, it was really oh, upsetting. I'm so sorry it's okay. for you. It's okay. What did you do after? Did you like... I kind of like had a funeral for them yeah. <laughs> by yourself. <laughs> yeah, it was. This was at like one a.m. I'm like, they froze. Like I, I don't know. Oh, the shock. Yeah, That's I was so like, good. I don't know where they are. They're oh. just floating there. <laughs> so I brought them to my toilet and <laughs> flushed too. them. Oh. Yeah, it's like oh. Melanie's cool thing oh. yesterday. It was horrible, Dang. but it was fine. We. We're in mourning, but it's alright. So, I'm going to tell you something really quick. I'm sorry, we're going to move on shortly, but I did the same thing. I shocked a fish that was given to me at last year's homecoming. Oh Um, my god. Yeah, I know. I kept it alive and managed to keep it alive. It was awesome. It was a great thing. Brought it over, brought it to the house, shocked it, put it in the toilet, and it was alive. So, I don't know, I didn't know what to do after that. Like... Did you scoop it out? I tried to, but then it swam the other way and <gasps> I no, lost you know the fish what happened? that way. I, I know. had one of my fish was completely <laughs> know, dead. It had so like <laughs> I feel horrible about it. <laughs> one I'm of my sweating. fish. Honestly, <laughs> just this is why I don't have fish. Flea bag was the blue one was completely dead. Like all of her, like her, um, like fuzzy things that don't come cry, out. Don't cry, baby. Don't cry. It's oh, fine. That like they were all there. It was pretty nasty, but the other one was like half. Like frozen mm-hmm. because I keep my house at an extraordinarily cold temperature, but that's a different thing. Um, so it was like moving, but like not. So I decided just like mercy, kind of flush it. <laughs> mercy, <laughs> mercy flush. Was, you know, people are to see me as a fish murderer now. So yeah. What it, what, what if murderer? it had a chance? It didn't. Have okay. <laughs> Oh, yeah, Peter's gonna be like, no. You know what they said? Like, no, they like, kill, like, it's like, like, you know those sayings where it's like, kill two birds with one stone? Now it's like, feed two birds with one scone. Yeah. Shout yeah. yeah. out to Campanero for showing us that. Mm-hmm. What up? Oh my he God. would be like, or like, instead of like. No, I think Peter would be, re- I think they would respect your decision to you end know, its life, like, because it was suffering. I was such a good fish mom. I bought them a fairly large tank because I read that. On a pita that, like, one gallon, one gallon was not enough. So I bought them a five-gallon tank, which is probably still fish abuse, but it was less. And no. I fed them, like, it was all good. They had a beta hammock, yeah, as we, we talked talk about. about yeah. What's a beta hammock? Oh, it's like a little fish If you listen to our previous podcast. I'm sorry, I don't have Spotify. Oh, yeah, it's also on Apple Music. 
or Anchor. Yeah, Bianca, why don't you tell the people where they can listen to um, our podcast, What the Scott? All right, so you all you have to do is look up What the Scott question mark and then type in Bianca afterwards because that's like the title of like who produced the podcast on Spotify. On Apple Music, it'll be out within a week because Apple Music is stupid. And no, you can also go much Apple slower. Music is not I, I use like Apple that. Music. Okay. Apple Music is it's so stupid. good. That's we'll we'll fact yeah. incorrect we'll check that we'll later. <laughs> okay. And you can also look up on Anchor, but like no one's gonna look up on Anchor. Yeah. But like, okay. I tried looking it up on Apple Music. It wasn't there. I know that. It I have said that. Published. Okay. okay. It'll be published on Apple Music within a week. Yeah. Right. So All let's right. let's let's introduce yeah, our like, people here. Okay. For those of you. Who have no idea what St. Andrews is, or like a nice little private school down here in Boca, gang gang. Boca Raton, Florida. Yeehaw. And today we what? have two special guests. We have my OG friend, Felicia Carlson. Yay. Yay. Um, She's a lifer here. I am so a lifer. She has a big forehead, and I'm kidding. Thank you for that. This is my ride or die. My number one OG dog. <laughs> With a big forehead, according to you. <laughs> you know, I think it's cute. Thank you. <laughs> and now we have Mr. Pozo, who's an administrator slash teacher here. Yes. Yay. Thank you very much for having me. Yep. Yep. Hooray. <laughs> He's our assistant dean of students. Yeah. And he teaches a couple of history or economics classes. I teach um, honors U.S. history this year and global politics. Okay, cool. Oh, yeah. cool. And then we just have Ashley. She was here last week. She's just like kind of whatever. She's she our cool athletic stuff. trainer advisor. <laughs> <laughs> Which I will tell you, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. I learned so much above the average. Learned mm-hmm. so much about what Ashley does on her, her, in quotation, off time. Yeah. So this is. Thank you for what you do. Cool. Thank you. It's amazing. Oh. So Happy to have you guys. This week is our homecoming um, week for our school, so yes. we have a bunch of festivities going on, and mm-hmm. today was Tartan Tuesday, because we're Scottish, so we do Ooh. some plaid I wearing. stole my brother's girlfriend's scrunchie. Every day, yeah. he comes, mom, you can't hear this, but every day, he comes <laughs> home with a different scrunchie. <laughs> oh my god, he's gonna kill me. <laughs> Okay, well, like, I stole it from him. I stole this scrunchie from him and his girlfriend. I'm not wearing plaid today, but that's okay. Loser. I'm wearing dress code. Oh, sweet. Wow, yeah. that's... Good I, citizen. I that was forgot. an option. I was yeah. tired. That is an option. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, let's transition into some stuff. All right. Pick something, Maury. Let's talk about let's it. Let's talk about it. So, for our first question, um, what were you like in high school, Mr. Pozo? Sweet. So I was, um, I was homecoming everything in high school. Oh, so mm-hmm. I got, I got nominated for freshman homecoming. What, what is it called? Court. Like court? court. Yeah. So oh. I was in court freshman, sophomore, and junior year. Hey, then Wait, I was elected what? again senior year, but then they actually mm-hmm. advised me to turn it down mm-hmm. so that I can win the prom king. Oh. No way! Yeah. Did you win? And I ended up winning prom king. Whoa! No, I didn't. That's impressive. I want to be prom queen so bad, but there's no prom queen, you know? so I'm just queen in general. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Drop the prom. <laughs> but I will say that in high school, I, I knew a whole bunch of people. I went to a school that we were bigger than mm-hmm. all of St. Andrews School combined. So my oh, class, wow. if you think about it, St. Andrews has a, a, a school of about 1,200 students. Mm-hmm. Um, my graduating class was 1,700 students. Oh my God, I could um, never imagine. Where, you, my mom, where are you from? Where did you go to school? Miami, Florida. Okay. Gene Holmes oh. Braddock. There was a school, it's mm-hmm. a school in Kendall. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Um, we had 5,000 students oh in my God. the entire school. So much so that my senior year, um, the freshmen were divided into two groups. Anybody who were in the portables actually went on to finish ninth grade at Braddock and then went to a feeder school because wow. we just we couldn't host it. So a new school opened up in my district just to offset the fact that Braddock was so good. Well, that's, wow. that's crazy. Yeah. Yep. That's a little different than St. Andrews. Yeah. yeah. It is a lot different. Yeah, yeah. I see that here. We, we got a very personal touch. Everybody knows who everybody is. Mm -hmm. That's On true. my school, I'll 3628742. That was my ID number. That sounds like Valjean, or Jean Valjean in Les Mis. Sorry. Yeah. It's my little theater <laughs> thing. For Thank you for that. Six one or something. I forgot. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Felicia, what has your St. Andrews experience been like? Oh, well, I've been here since kindergarten, so it's it's really interesting because you see how much the school changes in 13 years, because I remember being like a little 20-person kindergarten class when I was in kindergarten, and then it's grown into like 175, 200 kids as a senior, and it's nice to be here because you know everyone, and the thing I really love about St. Andrews is I feel like you can have a personal connection with teachers, which is something that's nice to have. Because I can go to my teachers and have, like, a conversation about how their day is going or, like, something just random or something that we both like instead of it just being, like, a class that you go to and they know nothing about you. Absolutely. So that's something I've always kind of liked about St. Andrews. That's really awesome. Do you think you could survive, like, in a public school? Like, if I put oh, you Oh, definitely high? not. <laughs> <laughs> definitely too, not. Too sheltered. What yeah, about, that's very true. What about next year going to college? Like, are you going to look for a smaller college or are you going to go to a big school you think well I'm applying to both smaller and larger schools so it honestly just depends what has my major yeah and that mm. that's good like I really like the campus and good stuff decision. I just want to get out of Florida because yes. it's a little too hot here yeah. well, that's the opposite I hate the cold that literally eliminates every single state but no <laughs> no I like I want to go to Colorado so ski yeah, like yeah. live that life yeah. like what not is interesting here. is because I'm also applying to large and small schools but I look for that um class or student to teacher ratio yeah, in class that's which true. is really important to me because yeah. whether the student body is 40,000 kids or a thousand children or I guess adults <laughs> um, <laughs> a thousand well, adults no because some of these <laughs> what's it called some of these larger schools do have, have that like, really like good. good ratio which yeah. is good because you might want like that football life and yeah. that sport yeah. life but you can also have a personal touch with your teachers which That's is awesome. kind of nice, so. For sure. So, Mr. Pozo, what was homecoming like back in your school? Oh, it was different. Really? Um, yeah, we, so we didn't have a homecoming week. The thing mm -hmm. is that at Braddock, we had pep rallies almost every other week. Yes. So, oh, that is yeah. Yeah. They're so lit. Oh, my gosh. I so, the pep rallies <laughs> were amazing. We ended up having three pep rallies in one day because of the amount of students that we had oh, at the school. Oh, yeah. People that were in the pep rally would have to perform the same thing three times, oh back God, to back that's to back. Crazy. Um, because you didn't have a facility to put everybody in one. Yeah. So our gym, I think it was max capacity to 2,400 or something like that. Which is like a class and a half. Yeah. So what they would do is that exactly they would break it up and you were assigned a specific pep rally at the beginning of the week and you would go to your assigned pep rally. Um, I I was on a group called Canine. We we were step dancers, so we was oh. like we would do that in high school. Um, <laughs> so we so had cool. to do that the the same performance. We had to give the same exact performance three times, making sure that it was fine, and that we we were ready for new performances every other week. So we so homecoming wasn't a bigger deal. 
Um, I think the, the only difference was being able to be nominated to the court, you would be able to walk in, walk to, to the field at the football game. Our football games weren't hosted on our campus, again, because we were such a big school. We ended up going to FIU. Mm. And oh. We would oh. use their fields to wow. be able to have our games. Very cool. So wow. to be able to walk on really the field cool. at FIU as a high school student, that was that was really epic. That's crazy. That was amazing. And we would, you know, we would um, tailgate. So a whole bunch of cars would follow each other from Braddock to the FIU fields. Um, and it was a really good thing. Like, everybody would paint their faces, their cars. It was a very different field than at St. Andrews. That's mm-hmm. awesome. I will say I love our, our tradition here at St. Andrews. Um, having the all-school pep rally is amazing. I wish that there was a little bit more of a commute in the sense that <clears throat> getting everybody together and getting, you know, your car prepped and things like that. I do miss that at a school. I, I agree. Yeah. But um, but I think I love this place. I, I'm I'm really excited about all the stuff that we do here at St. Andrews. Yeah, I just feel like I feel like that we're not as spirited as we could be. I agree. Like, with that. A, especially like during the dances, like there's those awkward silences where like at other schools people would be screaming and yeah, yelling and everything, and like nonstop. half of us are just like on our phones, and I think that sucks. Like, how do we change that though? I, that, I don't really that think culture. you like, like, can. can. It's like, like these kind of deep rooted. Yeah, it's a deep rooted. How was it when you were here, Ash? It, I mean, so I graduated in two thousand nine. So ten years ago, um, you're up on your reunion. I'm up on my reunion. Yeah. 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 Thank Thank you. You. <clears throat> I, I made it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's it's funny because like I remember, I remember it being um, really spirited, like. Everybody was out at Powder Puff. Everybody was screaming at the dances. And it was like this big, like, freshmen versus sophomores versus juniors. It was just like this big, like, friendly competition between classes. And, like, mm-hmm. if the freshmen were dancing, like, you couldn't hear the music because all the seniors were chanting, four more years, yeah. four more yeah. years. And, like, the freshmen would just be like, I don't, I can't hear my music. Like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> I'm all beat. I'm all beat. Yeah, like, you didn't know what to do. And it was... It was fun. Um, mm-hmm. It was a lot of fun, but it's just—it's almost like the culture of just like children in schools has changed. Like I can just like I talked about it last week about just like the academic side. Like it was just a different vibe. Like yeah. kids were just kids, I yeah. guess. And like now I see and in interacting with you guys, like you guys are like very intellectual, and you guys have all these big giant goals and aspirations yeah. to like go to these amazing places and um it's almost like you guys lost a little bit of like how to have fun yeah yeah and so i think i think you can change the culture it's just got to come from the top because I, 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 I make up that it has to come from the from the students wanting it right the, stu- the students have to want it but they also have to feel like they're able to get away with wanting to have fun it can't yeah. just be like, I like all true. these all these yeah. kids are just like I can't do that I can't go to little football Johnny's, game Johnny's football game to support my friends because I have AP this two tests oh, this, 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 this. and seven. it's like it's just if I had a if I had a quarter for every time I heard that from a kid about why they're not participating in school events or like going to volleyball games or going to football, soccer or whatever um, I I would have a nice quarter jar in the athletic training room to buy whatever I want with it just because like and it's that culture has to come the kids get all this pressure external pressure from their families absolutely and and all these and teachers and they just we just need a way to be able to from the top say it's okay 
be a kid, have fun, enjoy mm-hmm. yourselves. Like, let us take some of that pressure away from you. Absolutely. Yeah. And I agree with you. I think one of the things that I'd like to see um, from a college standpoint is know that there's a college out there for our kids. Like, yeah. regardless of who you are on anywhere, right, you're going to go yeah. to a college. Yeah. Um, I think that that's a conversation that my wife and I have, con- like, constantly. Like, we want to make sure that you... You're going to be fine. You're going to be able to make it to a college. Um, live a little. Right? Yeah. Trust it. Yeah. Trust I think that, Bianca you know. has an interesting perspective on this because she's trying to play softball in college. Yeah. And I encouraged her to um, look at the JUCO route. And then why don't you share your experience with that with your mom, Bianca? I will not be attending a JUCO Okay, this is why. I don't even know what a junior college is. Okay, a junior junior college. It's a two year Mm, college, like the first two years of your A or whatever. So, my mom, and like, I'm the first generation to go to college in America. Hooray. Huzzah, fist bump. So, um, when I told my mom there was this Juco, and like, they have to give 16 full rides for softball. And I was like, oh, mom, like, this is quite interesting. And she was like, I don't care. And I'm like, why? And she's like, I'm not going to send you to, to your school. She's like, you're going to go somewhere and you're going to go there for four years. She's like, I'm not going to have you go somewhere for two years. Because to her, I feel like it reflects badly on her parenting. Because a lot of people, when they think of JUCO, mm-hmm. they're like, oh, wow, you're not as smart as others to be able to get into a four-year. Or four you years. flunked. Or exactly. So you it's did like, wow. Something. And so, go ahead. Sorry. That's like also something that I think is really relevant in all college. Because a lot of people are like, if you don't go to a certain college with a certain acceptance rate, you didn't do well in school. Yeah. And I think that that's just like, so flawed in so many ways because especially looking at my major which is film based like a lot of these bigger like more prestigious colleges don't have the best film programs and these bigger schools that have larger acceptance rates just have better facilities and better programs so I just think it's so flawed to think of it as an acceptance rate or Oh, you or go here for two years, or, or yeah. oh, this has the best this and this. Yeah. Like, that shouldn't matter. So, the, I, I worked in college baseball um, in the majority at FAU, and the majority of our kids actually came from junior colleges. Yeah, they used to get recruited So, from so JUCOs colleges. basically just allow a student athlete to get more exposure, work on their GPA, yep. and just focus on their craft, which in Bianca's case is softball. And they're traveling all around um, the state of Florida, and they have connections far beyond um, just her local travel coaches or her high school coaches um, to get her to that next step. And so at FAU, we had lots of kids come from JUCOs like Lake Sumter College and like um, Leo University in Florida, and Mm -hmm. they went to FAU and they got TV exposure. They went to a super regional at FAU or at UF. Yep. Um, and then some of these kids are, majority of these kids actually are getting drafted yep. to the MLB. So like for student athletes who might not be the most exceptional five-star recruits in their sport, like a JUCO is a great option. Because it gives you exposure. Because it gives you exposure. Yeah. But like a lot of people, I think here specifically would have the same reaction that Bianca's mother had yeah. to well, a JUCO. We go to this prep school and no like... Uh, I'm not ganging up on prep schools, but I think we have this mind and mindset focused on like getting into the Harvard or getting into mm-hmm. that crazy good school that mm-hmm. elevates the school status too, mm-hmm. which is interesting because let's say you ha- you don't have the grades, but maybe you want to apply to a school and like just to see a lot of our college people say, no, don't apply just because it reflects poorly on the college admissions um, program. 
It, yeah. I find that really interesting too. I would I would say that that's for example, um, <coughs> my parents didn't coach me to to mm-hmm. go to a specific school. My parents didn't know. Um, my dad is from, was from Cuba. My mom from Colombia. Came over not knowing much about what even colleges were. So mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't go to college right away. So I I graduated in two thousand six. Mm-hmm. Um, in two thousand six, that was the first time that I realized that my parents needed to have like immigrant like paperwork to be able. To, so that I can go to to, to college. Mm-hmm. I ended up going to Miami Dade College, which um, a lot of my friends were like, oh, you're going to Dade? Like, what is that? Why why would you choose to do that? Dade was, um, financially, it was a better fit for me. Mm-hmm. Um, academically, it was a better fit for me as well. It, it gave me the opportunity to work on my GPA. So when I did apply to Florida State, um, I came in, I think, with a 3-2 and left FSU with a 3-7. Wow, um, so it was an opportunity for me to really find that that academic side of myself that yeah, I didn't like, in high school, right? In high school, it was more I was going to the prom dances. I was going to, to, to the homecoming dances. I was focusing more on that. Um, so going to Miami-Dade, going to that junior college allowed me to really focus on what is that academic side of me. Um, and now I'm actually applying for my master's, which that's is... Awesome. Congratulations. Uh, and as a first-generation student, that's... I totally agree, right? Being that first, the first person trying to figure out, like, what's my way? And then now I'm in a position where hopefully I'll be able to coach my daughter and my son That's a little great. differently through the process. You have a son? Yeah, I have a two-year-old <laughs> son. This is awesome, but I think there is something that we do need to talk about, which is powder puff. Yeah. Because there's a oh, bunch of people so who are upset, my a couple soul. people who, yeah, were confused, just yep. everything. Absolutely. I am very confused. Sorry, I'm very confused. <laughs> so let's yeah. just explain for people who have been living under a rock what's going on. Yes. Okay, powder puff in general is the sport um, where it girls is. play. They play football, American football, and then the guys are cheerleaders and they coach. And then the girls, like you know, they throw the ball and then they catch it and they run and it's really great. And it's, it's just like, like it's the ta- only ta- sport. It's like, the it's like fo- flag, football flag football for football. girls, mm-hmm. but it's the only sport. That um, honestly, that our school community comes for when it comes to females. Yeah. Because normally, like I get sure. it, like you know, sometimes other like sports are just kind of boring and it's like, like whatever. But girls like, lacrosse is definitely yeah, not as fun to watch as boys lacrosse. lacrosse. So mm-hmm. yeah, and I get that. Whatever. But it does hype up the like school. love for girl sports, sports and athletes and Absolutely. just fun like. And people get to see like homecoming. girls' athletic ability too because yeah. I'm trying to break some ankles. Oh, here. like Hello. look, they can <laughs> run really fast. I remember. I think it was two Tate, years ago, Mara. You were a sophomore. And it was. It was yes. It was last year. It was last year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and all these all these people were like at like all these boys were like Ash. Who is that girl? Oh yeah. She's, she's so such a stud. Like, what is that girl? Like, who is she? How come? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, how come I've never heard of her? And like, yeah, exactly. everybody knew the legend of Mari after that. They were yeah. like, oh, yeah. Yeah. she's the powder puff football like yeah. stud. Yeah. yeah. Super quick. It was yeah. right. like powder Juking. puff for me last year was my first experience with it, and yeah. oh my gosh, practice. I can never it go. was so much fun. I remember, like, mm-hmm. some of these girls I've gone to school with for so long, haven't years, even really yeah. talked mm-hmm. to them all that much, and we bonded over football. It was so, like, insane, and it was just cool. such a community yeah. experience, and all the guys were cheering, and they were so hyped when we would, like, get an interception, or we'd get a touchdown, oh, or pull so someone's flag. So the guys would 
scream and they would like throw their hands up they'd be like oh my god yes that's our that's our grade it was so yeah. such a cool experience absolutely yeah but this year it is not happening during bum, homecoming bum. Yeah. it has been cancelled it has been cancelled or postponed postponed, postponed. 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 can you please Mr. Pozo explain why and like the reasons why it is not happening during this homecoming specifically yeah so there was a whole bunch of stuff that was going on behind the scenes that people didn't um didn't get exposed to. So, for mm-hmm. example, some of the things were um, students that felt like, hey, I'd like to participate, but I can't um, because they, their grade didn't get their stuff together or whatever the case may be. We had some students share, like, this is supposed to be an inclusive event. Um, however, I felt like my grade didn't do a good job at including me, mm-hmm. right? Um, we had some students share that the actual event, when they were there, they felt ostracized, right, by some of the some of the people that were on the field were screaming in their faces, and they weren't they weren't prepped for that, right. Mm-hmm. So I think some of the students did share um, discomfort with that. Or a couple mm-hmm. of students had said, "Hey, I'd like to play." Usually, this is a very gendered um, yeah. game. Boys, right? girls, boys, and girls, and so when that request came, I was like, "You know what? I don't know how to deal with that." I, so that left me with a, quick, a big question mark in the, in the back of my mind. Nothing major, nothing that I was like, we're going to stop it. We're never going to do this again. But it definitely left me with a, how do you respond to something like this? When somebody's genuinely saying, I want to play, but I don't think this is a game that I can play. And we did have some people from within our community and outside our community saying like, mm-hmm. do you want to continue doing something like this? Where that are so like heteronormative. Yeah. Hetero, exactly. So I think we have some really good ideas now. And, um, Student council didn't get an opportunity to really dive into this. So I will tell yeah, you that, that on that end, um, it wasn't, they weren't set up to win, right? Mm-hmm. They could have been set up a little better yeah. where we could have continued having this conversation even last year. Um, as you guys know, this year, student council's makeup is very... Male-based. Male-based, but also very different. Mm-hmm. We, we, didn't, we don't have a lot of returning um, Mem- student council uh, members. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. true. So that's that true. was also a very big shock to our community in the sense that that institutional knowledge of having people that had been elected in the past, um, that went away. So, and I will tell you, um, the student council this year, they're doing a great job, but like you said, they are also very male heavy. So when you bring something like this up, they're like, Uh, I'm not sure how to deal with this. Right. So they could have, they could have been set up by me a little better and I'll take full responsibility for that. Um, I do think that, now that we've started to have the conversation, mm-hmm. there are really good examples of if we would have had this conversation back in August or in September, we could have avoided yeah, um, this whole this like, mess. We would have come up with yeah, we would have come uh-huh. up with an alternative. As a matter of fact, prior to walking into into this room, somebody pulled me in and said, "Hey, listen, you really need to hear this idea. How about having a amateur football game?" Right, mm-hmm. it doesn't mean we can get rid of the name Powder Puff because that's a um, the, the the name itself yeah. holds a, a specific context. Yeah. Um, right. But when you look at just the alternatives that we that we could have come up with, um, and I will tell you, there's talks of some of this stuff coming back for Winterfest. Mm-hmm. Student mm-hmm. council's thinking about look, looking at possibilities of doing something during spring. So I will tell you, it's prompted a lot of great conversations, um, but. Yeah, the the historical sense of how St. Andrews used to run this event, that's that that had to change um, mm-hmm. solely because we find ourselves in very interesting times. And again, twenty nineteen, I do find that we've become a lot more um, sheltered and 
and PC in yeah. certain areas. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. But not all of it is bad, right? So some mm. of it is some of it is coming from a from a oh I can't believe you you know you're walking on eggshells or whatever. Um, some of it is actually for the benefit of all of our students. Right. Yeah. yeah. I think more than anything, though, it was very disappointing for the seniors. Absolutely. Because yeah. it's our last homecoming. Absolutely. And as someone who's been here since for 13 years, it's kind of disappointing that my final year, I don't get to play yeah. Powder Puff during homecoming, mm -hmm. which is this huge event that everyone goes to and, and it celebrates we're our school. We're supposed to win. It's the yes, one exactly. To win. <laughs> I think that more than anything was really disappointing for the seniors because yeah. every senior was let, that I talked to was like, like, I can't believe that they would cancel it our senior year. Like this is ridiculous. Like this is just yeah. so disappointing. Yeah. So speaking from that end, I get exact like I get why we are changing it because we had this discussion in my philosophy class about yeah. powder puff and its rooted issues and how it was celebrated and its history. And I do think it is a changing time. Mm -hmm. So it is time to maybe like change the game too. Mm -hmm. I just think that a lot of people didn't view it as something negative. I think Absolutely. a lot of people viewed it as something really positive. And especially in our community. Yeah. Our community, you know, mm -hmm. we live, we talk about the Boca bubble, right? So, yes. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. <laughs> we, we find ourselves in a very interesting place. Um, yeah. St. Andrews is an amazing place. Mm -hmm. Do we use the name of our school? Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, um, so I will say that in that regard, we, we live in a bubble, right? So oh, something yeah. that yeah. would be extremely offensive in a different school somewhere at St. Andrews, like, I don't think anybody was looking at Powderpuff and saying, like, oh, this oh is the God. worst thing in the world, right? Yeah. No, I Whereas don't think another, anyone saw it. geographical Even location. comparing to, um, like, a Dreyfus yeah. that may have um, more, um, a more diverse population sense of, like, gender identity and like sexual orientation and things like mm -hmm. that just because by virtue of what it is is it like an arts college and that's more stereotypically like like that different compared to more of a prep school mm -hmm. we, I feel like a big it was a big shock that people we would even like take the step mm -hmm. to the our population yeah which was interesting and I don't think anyone has a problem with um updating it or changing it I think just people were kind of jolted in the sense that oh what we do this here, or why are mm -hmm. we changing it? I think there's just confusion. That's a good around. point. And also mm -hmm. because I feel like the mass majority of people who do go here, like when I told my dad, he's like, well, what about like the mass majority of people who do want to play Potter? Yeah. yeah. And it's yeah, like, yeah, but it's like at the same like, time. A million to one kind of. Yeah. It's like a big different ratio kind of thing. Absolutely. And it's just like, I think a lot of the girls, at least, I think when I was talking to people were like open to like having that. But I get why it could be an issue mm -hmm. too. I, I I see it I see it too. Um, the majority of kids that have come in and talk talk to me about it is I don't want to speak for you guys as students, but everybody that I've talked to has said like, well, if that's how like say any boy who identifies as a girl or any girl who identifies as a boy wants to play a sport, this school specifically is a relatively safe space oh, for that. I, that's what I was Definitely. saying. Like, I would say the majority of our students are pretty um, progressive okay. yeah. mm -hmm. and open-minded, yeah. socially progressive and open-minded to um, accepting that. And so I think a lot of students were actually really upset because 
they took it as a reflection upon them. They were like, well, I would never ostracize or somebody who would want Want to to participate. And I think, I think allowing, if that's the case, allowing the one person or two people or however many it would be to participate in, you know, if they're non-binary and they don't identify with that specific gender role that they were born with, Mm -hmm. if they want to participate, I think St. Andrew's, would have been the place. Would have been the place to welcome them with open arms. Yes. Yeah. And create a space and I, for them. I think that's I think yeah. that's where a majority of our students are struggling. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. because um, they wanted to play and they felt it's just like a big tradition. Yeah. It's a homecoming tradition. Yeah. It's something that I think a lot of students really miss, especially students who as seniors really wanted to try it this year like one of my friends she was like i was so excited to do it this year and now i can't do it because Mm -hmm. it's just not gonna happen Mm -hmm. so in that sense i think it's just kind of disappointing and you know like i wish that maybe there was a different way we could have gone about it but you can't change the past no would I would say this just to to venture because then i do know i've been looking at just attendance Mm -hmm. My first year at Teenagers, part of everybody was there. Right. Second year at Teenagers, then it started t- you know, tapering off a little mm-hmm. bit. Um, two years ago, I think it was, I think only the people that were playing on the field were there. Yeah. No, no, last year there um, were, wasn't that many people there. So I, I would say that just as a community, I know that it seems like it's been tapering off, and I don't know if that's just my mm-hmm. makeup, um, but... And I don't know what, what caused that. I don't know if it's like what we were talking about earlier. Is it the fact that pressure. we just have so much pressure going yeah. on that do I want to be at teenagers playing this There's game or do I need to be studying for... There's so many external Oh, that's a good exam. point because honestly, there's, so there's a lot of people who are like... What? Your elbows are making noise. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, so on, <laughs> like as... um upperclassmen especially I think for us it's hard to have a really great time going to sporting events and homecoming in general because teachers still like and I know that they want to get work out but it's we're trying to have a fun time in this week and they're just still piling it on it's just oh my god it's ridiculous you have to put yourself in a teacher's shoes as well yeah yeah you know what i mean like so they have they have a job to do they get paid to do this job and they have syllabus and the stuff that they have to turn into their department heads and upper level administration like they're under a lot of pressure to jam in a year's worth of information into what 170 days of school Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and it's tough it's really tough and so like I I feel for both sides because again I think too like we need to do a better job of not just this school but every school of like letting kids have a better work-life balance Mm -hmm. yeah Um, and I don't know if that comes from our school, because I think a lot of our teachers are very lenient. Like, yeah. I'll have a golf golf match, and um, one of my teachers will be like, oh, sure, turn it in tomorrow or Absolutely. the next day. And, like, very... It differs. It differs. In the IB program, I, all my teachers have been very um, accepting of my extracurricular activities Absolutely. and very supportive, and I find that great. I don't yeah. know for other people, but I've had... Awesome One of the things that comes to mind is you bring up a good point. 170 days, right? That's how many days we have to, to be able to handle everything we said 
we were going to do on our syllabus mm -hmm. in an internally moderated classroom. So such as our college prep or honors program, something like that. It may be a little easier to be able to say, you know what, um, I'm okay with moving this mm -hmm. deadline or whatever the case may be. But we have a large number of our students that take the IB or the AP. So regardless of what's going on in our school setting, IB and IP are still going to expect students to yeah. know X, you know, X amount by this April, day. May, I or whatever. That's, I remember when yeah. we had um, Hurricane um, Irma, yep. and we missed that two oh, weeks gosh. or for a couple yeah. days. Uh, and all of the IB kids were like, we are still going to have to take that test yep. on April or May blank yeah. date. And it's not moving. Even exactly. though they missed two weeks of material, which in an IB is detrimental. Crazy. Huge. Like, yeah. I can't miss a day. And I, I, I miss a day and I feel, like, overwhelmed. Absolutely. Uh -huh. It's, it's funny that you say that because I take a college prep class and I take an IB class. Yeah. And the workload is completely different because in my math class that I take, I take college algebra. And we have a good amount of work, but it's not anything crazy. Mm -hmm. But in my, like... IB Chinese class, oh, we, Chinese. we have <laughs> a great. test in May and we have orals in November. Yep. So oh. we have to finish the book. We have four lessons to go with, that's like 200 pages of work and we have to finish it by like November because yep. wow. our oral test. Oh, no, and she's, she's super on it. She's like, okay, you guys have 10 pages of homework tonight. I need you to listen, yeah. listen yep. to this listening. It, it's, wow. it's so insane. And I'll tell you, our teachers are really good at setting us up for success mm -hmm. when it comes to like those externally moderated exams. Definitely. Um, I look back at my high school years and I'm thinking, where was that? Just that in yeah, just yeah. in general, like, I transitioned from St. Andrews to University of Miami. Out of freshmen in my, in my Miami class, they, they went to Miami and they had no idea how to manage their workload. Like, none whatsoever. Yeah. So St. Andrews specifically set me up for success. And I think they I didn't know we were rivals. Really good job. Yeah. I, I knew that. that. I knew, every time you wear an FSU shirt on college on college shirt twitching day. like oh, oh my god <laughs> it's all about the seminoles baby you know how you get a, a fsu alum off your porch bring something from miami P pay for the pizza oh no <laughs> <laughs> oh no no it's all about the seminoles i grew up i was born and raised down in miami and i can respect you because you actually went there I don't respect the people that wrap <laughs> at school and they're like, where do you I go? I don't go to college, right? I don't, <laughs> yeah. I don't do anything. I, yeah. I get uh, that. Yeah. Breathe. Yeah. Breathe, Bozo. Breathe. You're all right. Yeah. <laughs> Is there any, like, last thoughts that you guys want to talk about yeah. Powderpuff while we're here? Okay. I'm going to address what you said about Powderpuff. What? How you are like, yay, I don't like Powderpuff. Please not explain the athletic well, trainer side. Not can I, can not I attempt to, to, yeah, to answer it. that? Go for it. Um, like you heard in the last podcast, our athletic trainers on our, are on our campus mm -hmm. usually to like about 10 p.m., right? Yeah. And that's that's on a given night. Um, to add just one more layer of now you also get to be here. Because, again, Powder Powderpuff or any other any other of these acti activities require adult supervision. Mm -hmm. um, it is not. It is not uncommon. So it is very common to have students get hurt during Powderpuff. It's happened before. We've had concussions. We've had torn ACLs, oh broken fingers. Like yes. every year, we have a major injury. So it's not. Yeah. It's not just a passive. Oh, let's that. let's yeah. And that's the thing. Someone who's on the field would have never like. They carted That's those so people true. off. They went to the, 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 the room and 
we never hear about him again until the next day we're getting an email like so and so received a, a concussion or whatever um and that's so on that front just i'm not an athletic trainer but i will say that um i can see a little bit of relief just like all right if we're not going to have this event now again that doesn't that's not the only reason why we would say let's get rid of this but yeah, i will say that um added like it's an added reason to be cautious towards yeah Towards yeah. people's schedules. It's just, people. Yeah, it's just a nice reason on my schedule. So tonight we have volleyball. Tomorrow yeah. we have volleyball. Um, Thursday we have middle that. school and swimming tonight. And oh Thursday Lord. we have middle school football. And Friday we have football. So yeah. it's like there's Yeehaw. the only day that you could schedule it is Thursday. is on top like of, all this on other top stuff. of everything oh, else. Okay. And it's just yeah. like, no. you know, it, it, not that I want pity or sympathy. Like we're here every year for Powder Puff and Absolutely. we're here for it. But, like, yeah, Bianca, I did. I was like, wow, that's a such a relief. Like, I get to go home at a normal hour, spend time with my family, and I don't have to worry about, like, these inexperienced these, children. These inexperienced kids. Oh, yeah. I'm very sensitive to ACL. <laughs> yeah. I oh, oh, should we, uh, should we talk about that? Because our, because um, Felicia's here. And what? Felicia happened to be there when Lax. Mari tore her ACL. I, I was there. Did you explain exactly what happened? See, here's the thing. I blame I was, it no, on no, Felicia. No, oh. <laughs> it wasn't my fault. Wait, oh, I, I was this. playing attack and she was playing defense and we were both running. She's and ri she I'm riding just her. Fell, but I didn't know she fell, so I kept running and then everyone was like, "What's happening?" And I turned back and she's on the ground and I was like, "Wait, <laughs> Did what?" You juker? No, I just ran. I was just running. Let me hear Mari's side. Yeah, <laughs> she's like, "Is this the video that they shared last week?" <laughs> yeah, totally My warped logic tells me that if Felicia never had the ball, I would have never <laughs> torn my ACL. <laughs> I can't help who passes to me. But you can help. You should have been able to see into the future. No. Oh, Incorrect statement. On the floor, about to cry. What? And I, I have a very high pain tolerance, and I'm just sitting there on the floor, and everyone's like, are you okay? And I was like, I no, notice. I'm not okay. My ACL is let's, I just kept running. Let's, let's I, just play this game just because, like, what's one good thing that came out of this ACL injury? Yeah. Um, you. Yeah, Ash. This. Oh, no. this, podcast, this podcast. This podcast. This probably would not have um, no, happened. I just happened. didn't notice that you fell because, like, Lax is your life. You Lax is life. You got to pay attention. Yeah. And that's why that goal. I didn't yeah, want to support me. Gotta be switching those hands. Can't get oh, and yell that. Yeah. And not yeah. only did I tear my ACL, I tore my meniscus too. But everyone is... got injured. Girls lacrosse, like okay, oh, but we don't we don't talk. That's a sensitive topic. Right allow now. me to explain <laughs> my injury compared to everyone that's else's. That's true. Injury. Okay, yeah, that's true. Everyone else maybe sprained an ankle out for a game. I was in I a game. Tore my ACL <laughs> the week before spring break. We had a half a season left. I can't actually play lacrosse probably until January of 2020. That's when season starts. When Yay! Season that was, yeah, I tore my ACL in practice also. No cool story. No cool story. We, we can make it cool. Not like, <laughs> I, 
don't think there's any way to make that cool. I she just fell in a divot. What the scotch? That's 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 how we make it cool. She just I fell in a divot. Or was it a meditated ACL tearing? Oh my goodness! I didn't do anything wrong. I was just running. I didn't do anything wrong. I just pushed her and she fell and I laughed. I did. Yeah. And now I get sure. to start. Well, do you know? Yeah. Yay! <laughs> We're very really nice. So one of our own guests. <laughs> I just wanted to get off that bench. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The oh, left no. bench, huh? It's okay. My, my recovery is going well. Yay. All right. Well, thank you so much to both of our special guests, Felicia Carlson and Mr. Pozo. Thank you for having me. Yeah, thanks for having me. That was awesome. And tune in next time to What the Scott (laughs) for more random things and a more special guest. Yeah. Guest? Multiple (laughs) guests. Whatever, guest effects. Multiple guests. guests. Thanks for listening to What the Scott.